Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from Bad Rhino, and I'm here with the Bad Rhino Local Podcast, and I got Dan on the line with me. Dan Wright, he's the owner and founder of Treetop Builders, Treehouse Supply, and Treehouse World. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing great, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great, and it's great to have you on here. And these top three companies that you have here, I was looking into them a little bit before we had this kind of podcast laid out, and I just want you to kind of take the time here right in the beginning of it to kind of explain the differences between the three, and then we'll kind of dive into your story after you kind of explain those three differences. Sure. So all three of the companies have something to do with treehouses. So Treetop Builders operates as a niche contractor that travels around the country building them. Treehouse Supplies is an e-commerce store uh, website and warehouse where we sell plants and supplies for people to build their own treehouses. And then Treehouse World is a facility, uh, an adventure park that has treehouses, zip lines, and we operate uh, summer camps and um, birthday parties and all sorts of things for people to come and play up in the trees. Nice. And, you know, those three companies, and I know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast and your whole story about how you kind of got started in this starting in your garage. Can you just kind of walk through... Um, and lay out that kind of story because it's I think it's really interesting. I think our listeners would kind of like to hear that. Yeah, well, it started as a pipe dream and and a part-time dream. Uh, it was part-time for the first two years, I would say. But it was just me and a pickup truck working out of a single car garage. Uh, every dime I earned, I would buy more tools with or buy some marketing with. And uh, it grew a little each year. And Till I started needing some help to get, get everything built. So you just kind of kept building it up, building it up over time. So take me back to when you like first got the idea to work kind of in the carpenter space in building like tree houses. Like what was that first like leap of faith that you took and who were the couple people around you that kind of helped push you uh, along your way? Well, I would say that uh, the bug hit me while I was building houses for a custom home builder. So we do all the wood in the house, frame, trim work, and it was fun. It was a lot of work, um, but I was drawn to do something more unique, more creative, and I love nature. Um, and I'd spent high school and uh, college years uh, sending kids down zip lines and up climbing walls and uh, running summer camps. And so I just put the two together. Um, the people around me at the time, uh, well, I was newly married and my wife helped me uh, with various aspects of the business. And uh, before we had kids, she even helped me build a couple of the early tree houses. Uh, so she was influential and a good partner at that stage in the company. Um, and then there were a couple other builders that encouraged me along the way and taught me things. Um, along with, I'll just say, the uh, the internet was relatively new back then. And there were a lot of people that were starting to publish good content that helped me learn anything that was missing in my construction knowledge. Definitely. So when you first started out, was it like a lot of manuals and then eventually like YouTube kind of came along or like, how did that kind of work when you were first starting out? Did you just have like a person next to you being like, okay, this is kind of what you're supposed to do. Um, and then what age did you start like building stuff? Yeah. So my first tree house was in 2000, uh, 2003. So that would have made me do, do I want to say this on air? <laughs> now, that would have made me about 24 years old when I got started. 
And uh, I had a few years of carpentry experience, but I, I wasn't an expert in every building code that's out there. Um, I would say that I wouldn't have made it if I didn't have a drive to trial and error, uh, to study and learn to reduce those errors. Um, and then there were a number of people, I, I had an insatiable appetite to learn. So at anybody who was better than me at carpentry or at tree climbing, I was learning from them. Um, and I did eventually become a certified arborist. And so I've been going to get my continuing education all along uh, to keep my tree knowledge up. And then the rest of it is just uh, experience. There's really no training program to become a treehouse builder. You figure it out. You, you, you take carpentry and you take tree knowledge and put them together. Um, I am not the best arborist you're ever going to find, nor am I the best carpenter, but there's so few people that put them together, and I do that pretty well. I like it. Tell, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, arborists, because I Googled it before. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe it's the study of like trees and how they kind of adapt with um, different buildings on them. Is that right? Or So um, arboriculture, is, uh, it includes studying trees, uh, also working in the trees. So anybody who's um, trying to understand how trees grow, trying to manage them in urban environments, um, take them down if they're too risky to have where they are. So there's a lot of different directions you can go, but anybody who becomes a certified arborist is likely making a career working in and around trees. I might be the only certified arborist who builds tree houses. Wow. Yeah, most of them are the tree service companies and tree care companies you would see around. Right, someone to just come yep. come knock on your door, get a quote, to take down like an oak tree in the backyard. <laughs> I gotcha. Right. Yep, absolutely. So let's let's talk about Treehouse World because it's a property out there. And um, where where's that property again? It's in Westchester, um, on the north side of town, closer to Fraser, but technically Westchester. Yeah, and you guys have a lot of um different events, different things going on there, like axe throwing and uh, zip lining. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about that and kind of when those kind of run? Yeah, so it was in 2014 when we bought that property. And then um, every time that our construction crew was in between jobs, we would just go to that property and build tree houses there. So it got bigger every year and it's not done. We're still adding a couple new things every year. And uh, now it includes some things that are called amusement rides, like uh, zip lines, tree climbing. There's a free fall experience uh, where you jump out of a pirate ship treehouse. You have to walk the plank, and it feels like you're falling, but then it catches you and lowers you to the ground. Um, it really, really messes with your head. It's um, it's not the highest thing off the ground at Treehouse World, but it is the scariest. Um, we run some really successful summer day camps, um, and that uh, that's done better than I thought it would. People really like them. And birthday parties that are outdoor, um, they're, they're a lot of fun too. Um, but we do memberships and um, school field trips and uh, corporate outings for team building. There's a lot of different ways that people experience Treehouse World, but it's got a couple dozen tree houses and some rope bridges that you cross and other fun things you do above the ground. Awesome. And you guys, are you guys looking for workers right now? Because as I was looking through like your social media pages, it seems like that's kind of been 
uh, the big push. Are you guys still looking for workers or? Uh, why are you uh, looking for something? <laughs> no, just yeah. for the listeners. Anyone listening? No, no, no. <laughs> I I'd hire you in a heartbeat, Eric. No, if any any of the listeners have some carpenters or some people who are very personable, who want to be birthday party hosts or summer camp counselors or send kids down zip lines, that's fun. Uh, but yeah, we, our construction team is always looking for carpenters of all experience levels. Um, and then um, the supply company is looking for a shipping associate now um, and uh, and a brand manager. So, yeah, we're always hiring, always looking for good people. Business owners and marketing professionals in the Philly area, Bad Rhino takes the overwhelm out of digital marketing. With tailored digital marketing services, from social media management to SEO and PPC advertising, our expert team navigates the complexities of the digital ad space for your business. Let Bad Rhino lead you to success. Visit badrhinoinc.com and let's take your business to new heights. Bad Rhino, we do digital marketing so you don't have to. Something I looked at on your website, the underground home. So I'm super curious, uh, what is an underground home? Well, so it's just the uh, yin to the yang here. Uh, I've been building above ground for my whole career, um, and it's time to go underground. Now, I I love tree houses. I'm going to keep building them. Um, I I just want to add another line of unique lodging to the things that we build because in the early years it was mostly backyard uh, play structures for kids, so they're smaller tree houses. Recently, they've been bigger and bigger, getting kitchens and bathrooms in them. People are putting them on Airbnb and renting them out. We had a huge project at an Air Force base in North Carolina two summers back. So they're getting bigger and more commercial. And um, when people want to um, build a treehouse to rent out, they're also the type of people who want to build other types of unique lodging. So the underground homes, you could call them hobbit homes. Um, that a little bit of a trademark issue there, but that's what people call them. I'm not allowed to call them that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, building um, various styles of homes that are underground is attractive to me um, because they're environmentally um, really uh, energy efficient and they can be built um, at a reasonable cost um, and they're a lot of fun. Um, I personally would like to live underground someday. So I'm going to build a big custom underground labyrinth for myself. And I figure I've been to workshops to learn how to do this stuff. Um, if I'm going to master it, I might as well do it for other people too. It, it actually fits in well with the tree houses better than, uh, it would seem at first glance. No, definitely. Yeah. Cause you got the above and then below You're like you said, the yin and the yang, it's, it's a pretty cool idea. Um, how is it eco-friendly? I'm super curious about that. Like, what would it like save like power? Or? Yeah, yeah. So the um, the insulation is done with a closed cell uh, polyurethane, and you get about three inches of that. And uh, there's two different technologies that I'm familiar with, and I like them both. But they both use about that three to four inches of uh, foam, which will give you about an R60 resistance. Um, and there's no studs for your energy to leak through in the middle. It's an unbroken shell, except for where your windows and doors are. Okay. Yep. And so the structures are, depending how they're designed, they're between 60 and 85% uh, more efficient than a traditional uh, wood-framed home. 
Wow, that's that's pretty interesting. So it's basically just a shell of kind of like foam. Yeah, I mean, there's a better term. structure to it, and you either make it out of concrete and rebar and inside of a balloon for waterproofing, um, or else you have some uh, panels that are uh, produced at a plant in Mexico, and we bolt them together, and then you spray the foam on the outside. There's two different ways to do it. There's pros and cons to each, uh, but they're both uh, very energy efficient and uh, very fun looking. Very cool. So what's the competition like in the space of tree houses and even like the underground part too? Well, there there is competition, but it's not from big, well-funded companies. There's a lot of little builders out there. There's a lot of people who are a carpenter who hang out their shingle and say, we also build tree houses. But when you look into it, they've built like one or two and would like to build more. And I think we're up to between 650 and 700 tree houses now. It's all we do. Um, so there is competition, but um, there's no one we're worried about. I got you. Yep, because you guys are the tree house experts. Yeah, at least, um, at least on the East Coast. There are a couple of bigger companies in California and Washington that um, that are comparable in terms of the types of projects they build and portfolio. Gotcha. So, Dan, on your free time, do you you like to run triathlons? Is that right? Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about that. How'd you get into that? Well, I've just been a, a general um, fitness kind of a guy my whole life, and um, I ran a triathlon when I was in college, and then took a long break. And it was just last summer that some friends of mine were running them and they got me into it. So I was in three races last summer and I'm signed up for four this year. Um, and I've really loved rediscovering, um, cycling. It's my favorite leg and I'll just get out there and ride for four hours, eight hours. I just love it. Um, I joined the Westchester cycling club and, uh, it's been uh, a hoot to learn how to ride in a group because I never did that before. So we ride right and tight. Uh, just give the cars as much room as we can and try to ride predictably and uh, it, and cover some miles. And uh, it keeps you in great shape and meet other people with similar interests. And yeah, I just jumped in Marsh Creek for the first time this year. There's an open water swim club uh, just uh, a few days ago, 58 degree water, uh, swam a mile. It was very cold. <laughs> Did you have a uh, wetsuit on, or is that just you just sent? Um, most people did, but um, I was just in my tri suit, which is thinner. Mm -hmm. But you you just have to keep moving. Yep, absolutely. Well, speaking of meeting people, um, a place that we met too is the uh, Westchester Chamber of Commerce, and I know the Exton Chamber of Commerce. Tell me a little bit about um, that network and that you know kind of business life of networking, like after hours and even before hours in that community. Well, I try to go to uh, as many of the events as I can, and uh, I uh, I like not just meeting people, but there's usually opportunities you can help each other, do business together, and um, networking is uh, well. Some you're not like going there to solve an immediate problem, but you just by developing relationships when when the time's right, you know who to contact for whatever you need and. Maybe someone can help you. Maybe you can help someone else. 
and uh, I just go to the events with an open mind to to get to know people. Yep, I love it. I do the same thing. Just kind of make friends, make relationships. You never know when things down the road might lead to, you know, you connect someone with someone else. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. So, Dan, I appreciate the time here. Um, coming towards the end here, just let everyone know where they can find more information about your company on social media and your website and all that. Yeah, well, I all three companies are active uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, websites, treetopbuilders.net, treehousesupplies.com, and treehouseworld.com. And uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's the best place for me personally. Awesome. Dan, I appreciate it. Um, and I look forward to getting this published, getting this out there to the world. And I look forward to also seeing you at future networking events uh, coming up. Thanks for having me on, Eric.